Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm solo today because uh, T-Rex on the way over here, actually one minute ago, told me he couldn't make it, uh, and which gives me no time to get a, a co-host, which is great. It's always fun to, be, to, to have a show on Fox Sports and have your co-host not show up the minute of the... So actually, I'm having a new contest called Who Wants to Be My Co-Host? Um, anybody can enter. I don't even care if you like MMA, except for T-Rex. You cannot enter if your name is T-Rex. You know, Ron Yacovetti, Yakman, I would have gotten him, but T-Rex gave me no... No, no. So it's just me, people. So it's just me. I'm a little annoyed, uh, but it's okay. You know, I'll, 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 I'll make it work because I roll with the punches. Okay. I'm like, uh, I'm like Diego Sanchez. You can hit me as many times as you want. I'm just going to keep moving forward. Not to mention my, my, my producer, DJ, who, who I love. I love the guy. Great guy. I think he's Mexican or Hawaiian. I'm not really even sure what he is, but he, he happens to be a great dude, great producer. And then I go, hey, man, who do you want to book? You want to book Daniel Cormier? You want? He goes, how about Jesse Jane? So that's so I'm trying to list fighters, and he wants to book a porn star, That's which I don't have no, I have no problem with booking porn stars. I, I love porn stars. Who doesn't? But that's then I look at the, the fighter and the kid show, which is also on Fox Sports, and they have Dana White. They have Ronda Rousey. They have uh, Obama. You know, that. That's who they're booking. They're booking, you know, the, they got Mandela's last interview. They, they, they're booking all these people, and they want me to book porn stars. That's, that's what I'm dealing with here. But you know what? I'm going to make it work because that's how, I, you know, I'm having a good week. My, my, my kids that I coach, they won their first wrestling match. Yes, bravo to me. I have no one to celebrate this with since no one's here except for me. But... Um, you know, and we actually we we uh, beat Chaminade, and which normally we get our asses kicked. I I, I have a a charter school I, I coach, bunch of kids they get bust in, you know, all different ethnicities, great kids. I mean, we wrestle these kids from Harvard Westlake, which I don't know if you ever heard of, but it's thirty five thousand dollars a year to go there in seventh grade, just to get a picture of who we're up against, and Chaminade, and. I started this program eight years eight years ago off a Craigslist ad. I was looking through Craigslist and needed money, which is always a creepy way to hire someone as a wrestling coach. But, you know, that's how I got the job. And I get there, and during my interview, the guy who's in charge is like, hey, you know anything about the Adult Wrestling League? I said, no, what's that? He goes, well, he tells me a story how the guy who came in before me wanted to, was working with the Adult Wrestling League. He goes, hey, uh, I, I want to use the match for that. And then the, so he goes, okay, sure. Turns out the Adult Wrestling League is this gay and transgender league that they wanted to use the match to have naked wrestling at night. So that would have been awful for the kids. Luckily, he didn't get hired. I didn't know what that was, and they hired me. Funny story. So anyway, so I'm coaching this team eight years ago. A bunch of misfits. Uh, I started the whole program. I don't know if you ever started a program before with wrestlers who have no idea what, what they're doing. It's not easy. And then I, I asked a couple comedians. I'm like, hey, can somebody else fill in for me? Because I have to go away. I have to go to Africa to do a comedy show for the military. My buddy's like, oh, I used to wrestle. 
lo and behold, the wrestling he did was WWE wrestling. So I come back from Africa. My team loses 80 to nothing uh, because they were all trying camel clutches and, and you know, Undertaker choke slams and stuff like that. So now, eight years later, we finally win. I mean, lo- we get better every single year, and my team is killing it. I am so proud of my team. I love coaching. I've got this little girl, Alana, on the team. She's like, she's this little 61-pounder who, who I thought was going to get killed since she didn't really have much experience. She comes and does this crazy Greco-Roman throw in her match. It, it, was, it was amazing. It was the uh, best feeling in the world was coaching. If you've never coached anything, coach kids, I recommend it. it you get more out of giving than you do taking. And uh, so I'm, I'm having a good week because of that. I like that. Actually, another funny story I'll tell you before I get into this MMA stuff is... Uh, so Shamanad, which last year I, I caught the coach cheating with the weights. He was actually putting his kids in a lighter weight class. In middle school wrestling, I had to have his kids weigh in, and then I busted him, which turned into a four-hour crazy thing, and I'm like, it was crazy. So he's like, well, I, he's like, well, I, I would have had the kids cut weight if I knew you were wearing them. Man, cutting weight in middle school, that's what I'm dealing with. This is like the Cobra Kai of middle school wrestling. So anyway, turns out one of the parents on his team was a, a former porn star, which someone that I knew Knew the, knew the guy. His, let's say his name was Stiff Malibu. It, it, it rhymed with something like that. So we, me and him, I knew that. He didn't know I knew that. So me and him are arguing over call, uh, a call, and I, I go, settle down, Stiff Malibu. And then the, the, the look of shock on his face when I called him out on his former porn name, and then he kind of like walked away. It was, uh, that's how we ended up winning the match. So, so anyway, so that's what I'm talking about. I'm in a good mood. I'm rambling. Normally, they have someone else to talk to, and I could say something, and then they could respond. However, my, 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 my co-host has an Amber Alert right now because he doesn't, he's auditioning for America's worst co-host or something. So he's not going to be here. So, all right, let's get into MMA. GSP had his big announcement today. It happened a couple hours ago. He announced he is retiring. He's taking a leave of absence. Uh, which is which is crazy, but you know what? Good for him, because he's been doing this what 13, 14 years. He's at the top level. The guy, if a guy, he probably made more money than anybody. I mean, what? What do you think he's worth? A hundred million dollars? You know, eighty million dollars? Whatever the number is, it's a lot. I mean, people can retire on a couple on half a million dollars if they play it right. I mean, maybe not in L.A., but in Kansas or something. So, so, so they can. So, if the guy wants to retire. Good for him. You know, that's, that's all I say. I, I, I wish Clubber Lang was there during the press conference. That would have been cool. Like, have like a Mr. T. Like, I pity the fool. So anyway, so, so he's retiring. That's what's going on. Uh, Chael Sonnen's the interim champ. Come on, that's pretty funny. But, but uh, so yeah, so that's, that's the big news. Uh, actually, I thought GSP was going to announce that he likes white girls. That would have been a huge announcement. If you would have went up there, listen, guys, breaking news. I like white chicks. Tell me that that wouldn't have been a great announcement. I, that would have been awesome. But, uh, but yeah, good for GSP. Um, and now it's going to be at UFC 171. Hendricks is fighting Robbie Lawler. That's going to be a battle. I mean, you got to – I'm giving it to Hendricks just because I think he has more weapons. But Robbie Lawler, I didn't think was going to beat Rory McDonald. I mean, who had that? Who had that? I mean, it's one thing to, let's say he, he beat Josh Koscheck. Koscheck is the kind of guy that can get sucked into a fight where he's trading bombs with you for some reason. Doesn't seem to use his wrestling anymore ever since he left his, his like, gym to start his own gym. Uh, you know, but wow. That fight's going to have some fireworks and a half. I can't wait for that fight. But you never know. Lawler, 
that uh, American top team is now becoming the number one camp in the country. You look at you look at the three guys they have now, the three of the top guys of Woodley, uh, Robbie Lawler, and Hector Lombard. Lombard, who got his fight with Jake Shields. And I think this podcast has something to do with that. Uh, and by the way, Hector Lombard recently texted me saying he has another story. So everyone who's a big Hector Lombard fan, which is me, I think he's the, he's like, him and Baroni and certain guys we have on are uh, uh, Michael Chiesa. They're diamonds in the rough. I mean, they're funniest. Who would have thought Hector Lombard would be the funniest guest we've ever had? And, and he is. People are constantly saying, bring back Hector Lombard. So I'm happy for the guy. He seems like a nice guy, although fighters tell me that he's a rough guy to train with. They say he, he tries to knock you out of the gym. Which is not cool, but I'm not at the gym, so I don't really care. So Hector Lombard is, uh, is fighting Jake Shields. However, Jake Shields, as much as I want Hector Lombard to win this fight, because I like, I like Jake Shields too. He seems like a real nice guy. He called in also. It's, whenever someone calls in the show, I become a fan of them. I'm, I'm, very, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a whore like that. I, I don't really, as long as you're nice to me, I'll root for you. So it's hard to really play favorites. But the thing is, is that Hector Lombard, Jake Shields is the kind of guy who does not care about looking good in a fight. And those sometimes are the scariest fighters because they just want to win. They don't care about impressing the crowd. They don't want to put on a show. And we've had other fighters like Sierra Batazara and like Hector Lombard who are like, no, it's all entertainment. Whereas Jake Shields is such a competitor. He's like, I care about winning. It's going to be a, a dangerous fight for Hector Lombard. I think he pulls it off, but Shields has only been hurt in one fight, and that was against Ellenberger, and that was like two weeks after his father passed away, and they were very close. So who knows who wins that fight? It's going to be a good fight. So, uh, so that fight had that big announcement. Uh, the other big announcement this week is they're having the Ultimate Fighter 115-pounders on the Ultimate Fighter 20 for women. Now that is going to be awesome. I know a lot of guys are not happy about this. You look on the underground, people are saying, dude, what the hell? Women don't have the same skill as the men. Or they're saying they're cutting the men. And, and why are you cutting guys? You're not signing Ben Askren. And, you know, you know, what's your name was in the Ultimate Fighter finale who had a one in three. Jessica Ricosi had a one in three record. And she was in the Ultimate Fighter finale. But you know what? I'm going to watch it. And women put on exciting fights. And women create drama especially when we're living in a house together, especially the Invicta girls. I don't know, I've hung out with Felice Herrig and Carla Esparza and some of these other girls, and they are cool as hell. And I find, in general, the smaller the woman, the more crazier she is. I don't know what it is, especially ones that can fight. Any girl that weighs 140 pounds that I've dated or more has been kind of boring. I hate to say it. It's those little hundred, the, the, the little Beck Hyatts of the world that are just, they, I don't know, they have something to prove or they have a chip on their shoulder and they're, 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 they're hot and, and fun to watch and exciting to watch. And, uh, and I'm going to watch the 115-pound women division. Who's going to be the coaches? That's going to be fun to watch. Who's going to coach 115-pound women? Is it going to be, you know, Chris Brown and Ocho Cinco? Is it going to be? No, I'm kidding. But is, is it, who's going to coach these girls? Uh, but I'm excited about it. I think you should put One Direction in the house. Let, let the, they're 115 pounds. Put the whole band in there. But uh, for everybody that's ha that, that all the guys that are, like, you know, hating on it and you know, I understand where you guys are coming from. At the same time, you know what? Uh, these girls deserve a shot. And I'm going to watch it. And I have really yet to see a boring fight in the female division in the UFC. I mean, there's been a couple here and there. But 
they're normally pretty exciting to watch. And uh, and I'm I'm I, I watch Invicta. I think it's cool. They need better nicknames though. I mean, like like even Carla Esparza, who's coming on the show today, the Cookie Monster. I mean, come on, let's let's you know we got to get some better nicknames. But other than the the, the nicknames, I'm I'm excited to watch it. By the way, today on the show we have Daniel Cormier, who's fighting Rashad Evans. We have Carla Esparza. We have Julie Kedzie, who told me that she would w- go on a date with me if she won her fight, and I think she won. Even though she didn't get the win, I think she won the fight. And, I, and she's hot. She, I mean, aside from being a great fighter and a great person and an ambassador and all that other stuff, what an ass on Julia Kedzie. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell her about, about how nice her ass is. And all you guys saying that I'm sexist, I'm not sexist, okay? If, like, when Tyrone Woodley came on the show, I was like, dude, you, are the, you have the best body, no homo, that I've ever seen. Like, you're like an Adonis. And, 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 you know, so I could say the girl, is that sexist saying she has a nice butt? I mean, is that really, I'm, I'm complimenting her fighting too, just along with it. By the way, uh, so yeah, so that's, that's that. Uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the Fox Sports uh, thing coming on. We also have Cole Miller calling in and Carla Esparza, uh, who I mentioned before, is the Invicta champion. And we have Jesse Jane, who uh, is an adult film star, uh, and she's going to give her predictions for UFC 158. I think she was like on point last time. Everyone, she was right. Uh, I'm not sure if someone's feeding her these lines or if it's really her. Either way, I don't care. Uh, I have a crush on her and, uh, and she's smoking hot and I know her and she's super cool. So a lot of stuff to get to. A lot of MMA stuff. Uh, T-Rex, thanks for not showing up once again. Uh, ben Askren, by the way, uh, is signed a two-year deal with 1FC, uh, which really stands for one champion. But um, I'm a Ben Askren fan. He should be in the UFC. Uh, obviously, Dana White, they have their reasons. Uh, but today, it came out, Dana White said he never even knew the 1FC was still in business. And he said that Ben Askren's just not his kind of guy. Which, look, he might not be his kind of guy, but you can't deny the fact that he's an amazing fighter. He's, a, he's, he's undefeated. He should be in the UFC. I mean, he's... He's beating everybody. But Askren said he would beat half the UFC roster, which sounds cocky, but then again, he, may, he weighs more than half the roster. So uh, is that really bragging? And then, but then Dana White came back. He goes, I don't care if he fights on Pluto, which, by the way, would be a funny meme of, of Ben Askren on Pluto, uh, boring people. Uh, so if anybody has, I don't know how to make memes. I, I'm, I'm not, you know... I'm not that good with this, this whole meme and gif and this and that. I'm bar- I still have AOL. That's just, that's just how I roll, people. I, I, I can't let go. And by the way, funny story, by the way. This is how out of, out of touch I am. I'm coaching wrestling these little kids, and it's the wrestle-offs, right? So I'm always trying to be funny. And I was like, guys, whoever wins this match gets to date Miley Cyrus. And our, 50 pound, our, our 60-pounder, Nick, who's a badass, goes, I'm out, and pins himself, which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> like, like, I guess Miley Cyrus isn't that hot for middle school kids. I don't know. I, thought she, I think she's hot. I would, I'd hit that. You know she's crazy. She should be in the 115 tournament. Miley Cyrus, watch her get her ass kicked. So we're going we're gonna to call, uh, call Cormier first. Uh, we're going to talk about his fight with Rashad Evans, uh, his maybe possibly fighting John Jones after that. Got a lot of questions for Daniel. And uh, thanks for listening. Hello. Hello, is this Daniel Cormier? Yep. Hey, what's up? It's Adam Hunter on the MMA Roasted Podcast. Hey, Adam. How you doing, bro? Good. How are you? T-Rex couldn't make it. He, uh, I don't know. He, I guess he had seven more kids during the show or something. But uh, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, man. Just sitting on eating some lunch. 
forgot we were doing this. Oh, nice. Thank okay. you. We're such a priority to people. Half of our guests don't even know why we're calling them. No, but, uh, <laughs> no problem, dude. I, I'll do it. Can you hear me right now, or, or do I need to step outside? I can hear you great, man. I can hear you great. Uh, okay. So congrats on your, your big fight against Rashad Evans, man. Oh, I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm so pumped up about this fight. It, it's, uh, I'm really going to get to test myself against one of the best fighters of all time. Now, I mean, now Rashad looked great in his last fight against Chael. Are you, uh, have you been watching that? Are you, are you nervous at all? I mean, what, 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 what are your thoughts? I'm always nervous, you know. I mean, these guys are professional fighters, man. And, and, and once you get to the level that I'm fighting at now, it's, there's always a lot of nerves. But uh, it's not based on just the fight with Chael Sonnen. It's based on the fight with Chael Sonnen, uh, Chuck Liddell, uh, Dan Henderson, Forrest Griffin and everybody else that he's beaten, you know, Rashad is beating the longer list of guys and some of the best fighters of all time. So uh, it's based on everything that he's done in the sport that makes me nervous and makes me want to prepare uh, harder than I ever have before. Right. No, I mean Rashad. I mean he's looking. He he he's one of these guys. I feel like he's either on or off. You know, and when he's on, he's yeah, on. When he's on he's, he's, well, you know, it's, it's, he had an off night against uh against uh, Little Nog, but outside of that, I mean, he's always fought. Well, I mean, I think he's maybe 22 and three. I mean, that's an unbelievable record. You know, he, he, not many guys get to that type of record. So for him to uh, have accomplished what he's accomplished, you know, winning the Ultimate Fighter, being the UFC champion, and to be 22 and three, yeah, uh, he hasn't had many off nights. <laughs> right now, that's absolutely true. Now it seems like you, uh, you like Rashad. Is it? Now, like, like when you fought like Roy Nelson, and he called you an Uncle Tom, or like when you fought like 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 guys like John Jones, who you guys have it back and forth, is it easier to to get get up for a fight where you don't like the guy? Uh, you know what, man, it's not that different because you know, I'm a professional fighter, man. I I have to fight and prepare, you know. So uh, I think the biggest issue with Rashad is that I like him; he's my friend, and. Uh, you know, I, I never thought that we would have to fight each other, especially so soon. Um, I didn't think he would be my first fight down at 205 pounds. And uh, I didn't think we were ever going to have to fight, honestly. But uh, it, it, it's not hard for me to get motivated to fight. I, I, I know that it's my job. It's what I have to do. And if I don't go ready to fight, he's going to be ready to fight. And he's going to beat me. Right. I mean, how's, uh, how's the, uh, the, uh, weight uh, the uh, weight cut coming along? It's going good, man. You know, I, I just got back in the gym this week. I've been training hard. Uh, it's already starting to come back down. You know, I had been really busy right after the Roy Nelson fight with this travel and the TV and stuff. But uh, now I'm, I'm back in the gym, and, and it's starting to come back down already, man. I'm excited about, about how this is going to play out. Uh, it's just another challenge, another thing for me to try to overcome. You know, I love obstacles. I love overcoming obstacles, overcoming things that I set in front of myself, accomplishing my goals. And this is just another thing that I that I want to do. So what do you what are you walking around at right now? Uh, today I probably like two twenty eight, which is which is really good. Yeah, that's really good. I mean, that's that's. Yeah. Are you on the uh, Dolce diet or? No, no, man. I have a, a nutrition sponsor, uh, Automatic Body, uh, my Nutri Automatic MMA. Uh, they 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 uh, I use the, they have an app that tells me when to eat. Uh, they also have like these protein shakes and, and a uh, mm-hmm. uh, meal suppressant energy enhancer for me. Uh, there's a lot of great products that I use uh, from them that actually helps me to uh, to uh, maintain a healthy weight. You know, so 
Uh, I'm just doing that right now, but I'm also going to talk to uh, uh, my friend Aaron Simpson, a guy that, that used to wrestle when, when I was wrestling, that would uh, have a tough time making 184 pounds. And uh, I saw him fight at 170. So uh, obviously he's figured some things out in terms of weight cutting. And uh, I'm going to pick his brain about that and pick everybody else's brain who can actually help me. Nah, dude, you're killing it, man. I mean, the fact is, I think that if it wasn't for Cain Velasquez, I, I, like, I think you're, the, you're basically right now the number two guy, right behind Cain. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Are you mad at Cain for making you lose this weight? No, I'm not, man. I, I, you know, not only is it going to be beneficial for, for our gym to have two champions, hopefully, but it's going to be good for me, you know, because it's making me live healthier which in turn is going to help me to live longer and uh, have energy and play with my kids, even when I'm training hard. Uh, it's going to make life better all around, you know? So uh, I'm not mad at him. Uh, I just think that it's, it's probably something I was going to have to do anyway. Now, now, somebody told me that when it comes to wrestling, you throw Kane around, the, the, uh, the Octa, <laughs> but when it comes to MMA wrestling, he beats your ass. Is, 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 that, is there truth to that? Or? Uh you know, I, I think you're kind of stirring the pot there because nobody <laughs> comes out of the gym and actually talks about what happened. But, you know, man, we, we have some competitive training all the time, all across the board. Uh, training is competitive, sparring, jujitsu, wrestling, everything's competitive. And that's why we're at where we are, where we are. I mean, well, I mean, the guy who told me that was the guy who told me that was like, was a, was a drunk at, at a, a bar. I don't, I don't think he actually yeah, ever saw you guys. <laughs> Yeah, and he was probably like two feet tall. He was standing <laughs> under the chair. And he just whispered to you, right? <laughs> it was actually John Jones that told me that. John Jones. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, oh, yeah. That sounds good. John probably would, huh? <laughs> now, speaking of what John Jones, now, if you beat Rashad, I think, you're, and, and Jones beats uh, Glover, I think you guys are fighting each other next, no? We should, man. I mean, you know, we have, a lot of us have, uh, and myself included, we've, elevated Alexander Gustafson to this level of, of, of champion. Uh, he's like the champion because his popularity has soared. Uh, his, his, uh, what people think of as so has soared because of the way he fought John. I think, uh, we have to kind of, kind of pump the brakes a little bit and realize that he lost, you know, Alexander lost, you know? So, uh, uh, with, with, with my resume, if I can beat Rashad Evans, I think I should get to fight for the belt. You know, Alexander's going to get to fight for the belt, but we have to remember he lost that fight. And uh, uh, if he beats Jimmy Manawai in impressive fashion, and I think it should be discussion. It shouldn't just be guaranteed. Now, I, I like you nervous because I, I looked at your age. You are you're going to be 35 soon. Most yeah. athlete most athletes peak when they're 32. Are like you nervous? Maybe you're getting up there that like you have to fight Jones the next year or two. Well, I don't think it's going to take that long. I don't think it's going to take two years uh, for me to for the championship. Uh, but you know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I haven't been doing this sport very long, so I think there's I still have a long time in it. You know, I started at 30, so uh, I haven't taken many. I haven't had many bad injuries. I haven't been knocked out or anything. You know, knock on wood. But uh, I've got some time in the sport, man. I I want it to be sooner than later, but uh, John moved. His, they moved this fight again today, so. I don't know if he's ever going to fight again. Now, yeah, I know. It's like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I know. He, it's, the that, fourth, it's the fourth date that he's had. This fight's been booked more than mayhem. Uh, <laughs> now, now, I got to say, Cormier, uh, you know, 
I, I don't know if people know your story, but like, I mean, you have such an inspiring story. I mean, your father was was murdered when you were seven. You you had, you had a daughter pass away in a car accident. You, and, but you've come you've come up, and you're you're one of the strongest and nicest people in in the, I've ever met. And I'm not trying to just kiss your ass. I'm, I'm I'm not. I mean, but if there is a guy whose ass needs to be kissed, it's yours, man. I mean, I mean, do you, do you ever think about running for mayor or anything or? <laughs> you know what, man? I think that it's all a matter of how we look at things. You know, it's uh, it's uh, is this is this gonna bury me, or am I gonna uh, am I gonna use this as motivation to to to, to guide me to do things to make these people that I lost proud of me? And, and that's what I've used it as. You know, I mean, it sucks to lose my dad. It sucks to lose a daughter. I mean, nothing's worse than losing a kid. But uh, I let my daughter's memory, Caden Emery Cormier, I let it, I let it guide me in, in everything I do, and uh, that's why I'm able to uh, to accomplish the things that I've accomplished because there's there's a little angel that uh, that guides me uh, in my day to day life. Yeah, no, it's it's amazing, and that's why I think also that you're so fearless. Like that's why I, I would never bet against you ever, because I was like, dude, this dude's been through, this dude's been through so much, you know. I saw, I, you know, having to deal with that at, at the age, I, I was 23 years old, you know, and, and having to deal with that, I looked at it afterwards like, I mean, it could never be worse. You know, all I can do is lose a fight or lose a wrestling match. So what? Uh, I can always go back and do it again, you know. When you lose people so close to you like that, there's no bringing them back. There's no second chance. So, uh, uh, yeah, you know. I'll, I'll go fight anybody. I don't care. I mean, what's going to happen? They're going to beat me? Okay, that's fine. I'll go back to the gym and just keep getting better. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, I, I look at the guys also that you've beat, like the Josh Barnett's, and you look at the like the Bigfoot Silva. You, you watched Bigfoot Silva's last fight against Mark Hunt, which is one of the best fights I've ever seen in my life. And, and here's a guy you knocked out in, in, a, in a one round, and he was taking Hunt's best shots, you know? Bigfoot Silva's a tough guy, man. He's a tough, tough guy. That was that was a that was a great fight. I enjoyed every second of that fight. It was amazing. It, it was probably it was one of the best fights I've, I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. It's crazy. It was it was crazy. Uh, no, but does a fight like that? So like you watch that and you're like, man, these guys that might have taken off ten years on both their lives. Uh, <laughs> you know, like if I was a fighter, I wouldn't want to get in those kind of wars. You know. I I mean I don't. But if a guy makes me. If a guy makes me fight, if a guy makes me have to bite down on my mouthpiece and just fight, I'll do it. You know, Josh Barnett made me do that. That's why when I walked out of that fight, I had cuts all over my face. I was all beat up. It's because he made me. You know, Josh Barnett was not going to allow me to to beat him and do it going away. You know, he was trying to win every second of the fight. So on February 22nd, you know, Rashad comes to fight, makes me fight like that. I'll fight. I'll fight like that. You know, I just... I'll do, you know, if, if I'm fighting a guy like Roy Nelson and I'm having my way with him as I was, uh, what's the point in standing in there and just in, in, in giving him a chance, you know? Now, uh, now a lot of people are saying that, like, it kind of sucks you're losing this weight because the fight could have been billed as Oprah versus Carlton. Uh, <laughs> but just so you know, you're, like, totally screwing that up. You're t- now I, we can't build, I can't make that roast anymore. Thanks a lot. By the way, but now, now when you fought in the Olympics, uh, you were a, a uh, bronze medalist the first time, correct? No, fourth. I got fourth. 
Four isn't oh so it's wait it's gold silver bronze and then what's bronze the, and then I got fourth I missed the medals by one I missed, and then I got a bronze medal in the world championships right and then the second time you were team captain but you you cut too much weight and then your liver gave out or something or my kidney like I had some uh, issues with my kidneys I was sucking off too much water I wasn't dieting down I was just sucking off whatever I needed to to step on the scale at two hundred eleven and then go wrestle the next day you know and. And I did that for way too long, and my body finally said enough is enough. And I shut down at the worst possible time. Uh, the doctor at the Olympic training center said, Daniel, we wish we could give you more of a, a medical reason, but it was just that your body said enough. And it was at the worst time imaginable. So, so, you, so you, where was that? Now, that was the uh, Sydney? That was Beijing. That, that was Beijing. So you go all the way to Beijing, and then you can't wrestle. And now, are you just miserable for that, for that, that week or two? I was miserable for months. I went into a deep depression. It meant everything to me to try and be Olympic champion. And because of my actions, I, I didn't get the chance to do that. You know, nobody did that to me. I did that to myself. I wasn't disciplined. I didn't commit myself like I needed to in order to give myself the best chance to win. So I went into depression like you wouldn't imagine. Dude, I had a year where I just, uh, I had no direction. I didn't know what to do. That was the thing. Of everything that happened, that was the thing that almost broke me. Uh, and I, I ballooned up to 263 pounds. And I was just, I was, it was bad, man. It was hard for me. Wow. But you, but, but you came out of it. How did, what was it? What was it? Was it the, the, uh, the wife that got you out of it? or? You know what? It was sports, man. The thing that has always been there to kind of elevate me, uh, wrestling, was what saved me when my daughter passed. I, I went back into that sport and started going towards my goals again. Uh, and then, and then this, Dwayne Zinke, my manager, asked me a year later, you know, DC, do you still want to try fighting? And I said, you know what? Yeah. And I did. And I found something again to work towards. Anytime I can get a goal and I can put something out in front of me to accomplish, uh, it's when I'm in my element. So now I'm, I'm, uh, I'm back where I need to be. You know, obviously my family played a huge part too, but, uh, uh, sports, Sports and, 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 and goals, and now, you know, my kids and yeah. uh, my girlfriend and my family, you know, so I have a lot of reasons to be successful, and I'm going to continue to try and achieve that. Absolutely. Now, how do you see the uh, Rashad fight going? I think it's going to be a good fight. You know, I, I think you're going to see me fight uh, like I fought Josh Barnett because I think Rashad is going to make me fight that way. Rashad is going to come in, and he's going he's gonna to hit me, he's going to beat me, and he's going to make me fight in every position. Uh, and then you're going to see an exciting, tough, fun fight. Now, uh, I got a couple questions from Sherdog. Someone wants to know what you're going to weigh in on that on a fight night. Hopefully 220, 225. I'd like to get back up to 220, 225. Wow, so you're going to put on 20 pounds after the, that night? I'd like that to put night. on about 19, 20 pounds, actually, yeah. And then someone wants to know if you're going to fight in uh, Argo. Agon. The, uh, Agon. Uh, you know what? I, that's, uh, my, my main sponsor is uh, Cage Fighter, CF Athletic, and uh, they run that. And, yeah, yeah, if, uh, if the right opportunity comes and timing works out, yeah, I'll definitely wrestle. <laughs> Argo. Argo's a movie, right? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> what am I sorry yeah. about that. You should go yeah. fight in Argo, too. You should fight the Syrians over there. It was a Syrians. <laughs> I, I didn't see the actual movie. Uh, and then also, um, so there was a beef on Twitter where Ben Askren said to John Jones that you were going to beat John Jones. And then Jones went after Askren and said, you stick with wrestling. Were you in that beef at all? That, 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 that? No, I wasn't. Now, are you an Askren friends or? Yeah, Askren's my buddy, you know, but that's because John, you know, it's, it's the interviews John does where he badmouths me and 
makes fun of me. I've got some good friends in the sport and good friends from wrestling that, that will try and defend me. And Ben just did just that, you know. So I thought it was funny because uh, John can't win a battle, a war of words against Ben Askren. No chance. Do you think the UFC should have signed Askren? I do. I think he's one of the best fighters in the world, but uh, it didn't work right now. But I think in time, I think Ben Askren will fight in the UFC and be very successful. Okay, so then the final question. You versus John Jones. What happens in that fight? I win. I just break him. I will literally go across the cage and fight him until I break him. <laughs> and uh, that'll probably be the end. That'll probably be the last we see of John Jones because I'm just going to go and try to break him. So first round stoppage? Nope. Much longer than that because I won't give him the option to get out of the cage that early. I want to go into space and just beat him up for as long as he's willing to stay until he quits for me. Wow. Well, I think we have the title for this next article. Um, uh, Daniel Cormier, uh, I, when, I, when, I, when I met you, you, cu- you couldn't have been a nicer guy. Uh, I'm, a hu- I'm, a, I'm a huge fan. Uh, have a great weekend, man. And, uh, and keep up the great work, man. Thank you, brother. Thanks for having me again. Anytime. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. That was, that was Cormier. Uh, he's now, we, we, we are going to call Cole Miller. Uh, Cormier says he's going to break John Jones. I would love to see that fight. He's got to get through Rashad Evans first, though, uh, and that's going to be tough. Uh, I, I, I hope Cormier wins because he's been on our show and Rashad hasn't. Um, but uh, Rashad seems like a cool guy. Uh, but Cormier, Cormier um, he's obviously T-Rex, who, who didn't show up again, but he, he's a good friend of him. And honestly, Cormier, when I met him, the most down-to-earth, um, unassuming... Just a, just a guy that you'd be like, oh, wow, what a, what a nice human being, uh, except when it comes to John Jones. But I would love to see that fight. I hope that Jones beats Glover, and I hope Cormier beats Rashad, because I think that's a mega fight. And I think a lot of, I think people will be divided on who wins that fight. You know, it's like, it seems like every fighter has that one guy who's not scared of him and who wants to take him out. And who's, it seemed like, well, with like, for example, uh, Roy Jones, it was Antonio Tarver. Uh, and even even with let's say GSP, it was like Hendricks. Although Hendricks didn't win, I thought I thought he did win. But certain guys that seem to have even with Silva, it was Weidman, where they have no fear, and they believe they can win, and they seem to have a certain formula that is really tough. And I think a guy like Daniel Cormier, and look, you look at who he's beaten. Guys like Josh Barnett, and uh, and Frank Mir, and Roy Nelson. He's beaten huge guys, and then him he's going, going to 205 and fighting John Jones. He, he might beat him. I mean, he's, a, he's, a, he's got the advantage in wrestling. I think he has the advantage in power. I, I, don't think, I don't think John Jones knocks out Bigfoot Silva. I think maybe he, he, he might beat Bigfoot Silva at the same way that heavy... Who knows? Who knows about, you know? So you, you look at, like, where... Okay, maybe Jones has, obviously has the reach advantage. He has the kicking advantage. He's got those spinning elbow advantage. So he may have the overall striking advantage, but... Cormier trains with Cain uh, Velasquez every day. When you train with Cain Velasquez every day, who's the best heavyweight in the world, and you're putting up battles with him, I mean, it would make sense for you to be able to go to 205. And he's not a natural 205 pounder. I mean, Cormier, some people I know have eaten meals with him. He eats everything on the menu. He eats stuff that's even not even on the menu. He just eats. So, you know, I, I would say Jones would be the favorite in that fight, but... 
Cormier would be a, a live underdog in that fight. And I would, if I had to bet, I would say Cormier. A lot of people are disagreeing with me, but, you know, that's how I feel. So go. we're going to call Carla Esparza right now. She just signed with the UFC along with uh, 10 other Invicta girls. And uh, we're going we're gonna to talk to her, the champion from the Invicta champion. Hello, Carla Esparza. Welcome to the MMA Roasted Podcast. Hey there, how's it going? Congrats on your new signing with the UFC. Thank you, thank you. I'm pretty stoked about it. I mean, how how did uh, what was your thought? Did you just find out like like a couple days ago, and everyone else found out? Uh, yeah, I found out. I think uh, like a day or two before it was announced. So I mean, it was definitely hard a hard secret to keep because I was so excited about it. But yeah, it's pretty awesome. So now. A couple things. Now you're the Invicta champion. Uh, you're you're super sweet. We've hung out a couple times. I tried to make out with you a couple times. No I'm kidding. Uh, now you're uh, <laughs> you're incredibly adorable and beautiful and, and fun to hang out with. You're a fun girl. Uh, but you you are the Invicta champion. Now, do you think you should automatically have the belt in the UFC since there's ten other girls? Um, you know what? I, I don't think I don't think I'm owed anything, and I'm. Totally happy to go in there and earn it, you know. So it's it's whatever. <laughs> right well, now, what are you gonna do with, with uh, that belt? Are you gonna sell it on eBay or what? Um, no, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna leave it in my gym in, in the case where it belongs. You know, I earned that thing. Nice. Now you did earn that. Now last week you were supposed to fight, and the girl had some kind of medical issues, right? Oh my gosh! Yeah, quote unquote medical issues. Um. I mean, who who knows what the real story is, you know? Like, um, the diagnosis, I guess, was a like a bacterial infection. But, I mean, she cut, I mean, you know, she cut a lot of weight. Like, from what I hear, like 28 pounds. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure that has something to do with it. And, um, you know, uh, I, I hope she gets better. And I, I look forward. Hopefully we get a chance to, you know, third time's a charm, fight on the show. <laughs> okay. Oh, so she's going to be on the uh, show, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's going to be on the show for sure. All right, all right. So now, now when you're supposed to fight and then you don't get to fight, uh, now are you kind of relieved that you didn't get punched in the face? Are you upset because you wanted to fight so bad and you cut weight? I mean, what? take us through that process. Um, if I was relieved that I didn't get punched in the face, I mean, I wouldn't be doing this sport, you know. I do this sport because I love it and I wanted to get in that cage and I was excited, you know, to show off all that hard work I've been putting in you know i've been getting punched in the face every day for 10 weeks you know so i was i was pretty upset about it you know but um you know everything happens for a reason and uh you know maybe like i said this is the the second time she backed out but maybe third time is a charm and we'll fight on the show wow now did, now what happened now did you have you seen her since then ha no i haven't seen her um she's uh she lives in brazil you know and i didn't see her since she uh, was taken into the ambulance and went to the hospital i mean we had a we had a little bit of words on on uh social media on twitter but so what happened yeah, with, so what, what happened with you and uh, claudia and by the way by the way if you're, if you're just tuning in we're talking about claudia gadelha who was supposed to fight carla for the for the belt but she had a bacterial infection which she got from mayhem and uh, no, I'm kidding about the mayhem part. But uh, she got a bacterial <laughs> infection, and then she couldn't she, she uh, couldn't fight. But now, she, but now you guys are going to be on the show. Uh, so, 
Uh, now you're gonna also gonna be on, you, now the eleven girls. It's, it's it's you. It's Rowdy Beck. It's Felice Herrig. Uh, it's the uh, the uh, Trisha Torres. Who else is gonna be in the, in the house? Uh, Joanne Calderwood, um, Rose Namajunas. Um, uh, it's some girl. Uh, what's her name? Um, some Brazilian girl, I think Adriana Lima, or not Adriana Ad- Lima. Adriana Lima's Lima. in the house? Julia. Wow, Adriana Lima. No, no, Julia, Juliana Lima, I oh. think, and um, yeah, uh, who else? Gosh, I, I don't know off the top of my head. No, I know uh, that you yeah. and I know that you and Felice are like best friends, and uh, you guys are you guys are really close. I've hung out with both you guys together. Um, and uh, are you, what, what's going to happen if you and Felice have to fight? Uh. That's something that's been stressing us out quite a bit. Um, you know, who knows? I mean, hopefully that matchup doesn't happen. You know, we've already fought. Um, I think we're both over that, and we really don't want to fight. That would be, like, super hard, super hard. So, you know, but obviously if they put us together, you know, we got to do our job. But, um, yeah, like I said, hopefully that doesn't happen. Now, I heard we'll that you and Felice that. sometimes go out to bars and just f*** chicks up. Like, that's, that's the word on the street. Is there any truth to that rumor? Who, me? Yeah, that you and Felice go out, get drunk, and just, just start pounding girls. Is that... Is that? No, I'm an angel. <laughs> I would never do that. Crazy. All right. No, no, but seriously, I don't... No, I know that... Uh, I got to carry myself to a certain, you know, to a certain caliber, you know, especially that I'm a professional player. I can get in a lot of trouble. So, no, I mean, I stay away from that, for sure. Right. Now, now last time you were on the podcast, uh, we caused a lot of controversy because... Uh, I asked you about sex in uh, uh, other areas of the body, and you said that you were a team player when it came to that. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, hundreds of people on Twitter hit you up and said you're their, their new favorite fighter. Uh, would you like to respond to any of that? Um, I, I think it's a better idea to keep that, that kind of stuff personal now. Okay. I mean, it was kind of funny, you know, but I think that came out pretty bad. So I think I'm going to... Keep it quiet on that one. Okay. All right. So you're no longer a team player. That is that what you're trying to say? Hey, yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. This is this is why. By the way, I had you on the show. And this is back before we were on Fox Sports, and and we did maybe a little we, a little things different. I had a different co-host, and we kind of went a different direction with the show. Uh, and not that I'm. People say you're never going to be a real journalist. I'm not a journalist. Okay. I'm a comedian who likes fighting. So therefore, I can ask these <laughs> questions. So all you people telling me I'm not a real journalist. Good, I'm not. I've never went to journalism school, and I just ask stupid questions that I want to know about. So, F all you guys. But, so, um, but, <laughs> I was saying, but, oh, I don't know, what was that point? Uh, the point was, was that last time you came on the show, uh, you, you were, uh, we went in a different direction. And then, I had, when we first got to Fox, I had Jessica Penn on the show, and then you got all mad at me for not asking her dirty questions. You're like, I get a, I get a, I get a text from you going, Adam, what the hell was that? You asked me these questions. So just so you know, uh, that happened. Dude, yeah. I was pissed. I'm like, I was like, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. And then I think, I, I think all I heard was like, oh, do you have a boyfriend or something? I'm like, dude, come on. You asked me and Michelle all like these raunchy questions. And then Jessica Penny gets off with, do you have a boyfriend? Come on. Well, I, you're absolutely right, but you know what? That's what happens when you get paid. You sell out. So uh, good. <laughs> I got. I got. I, 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 I can't pay my bills and dirty questions. Um, now I have. I do have to ask you though. Uh, 
A couple things. So talk about oh oh we oh, who do you like by the way Rhonda or uh, Misha? Who do I think is going to win, or who do I like? Both. Who do I like? Both. Um, I mean, they both seem like cool chicks. I I know how reality shows can uh, they can portray people in different ways, so they both seem cool. I just actually um, got a chance to talk to Misha this weekend a little bit at Invicta, and she was real cool. And you know, Rana seems all right, um, but uh, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's going to be a tough fight, and I I just hope it gets to the second round. Either way. All right, thanks for the non-answer. Now, um, the, my other thing is, now, recently on Twitter, you said you were looking for a date. Is that, is that true? You need a date? Yeah, man, I haven't been on a date in like 10 weeks. Okay, you haven't been on a date in 10 weeks. So you're looking at, no, all right, so how, for, well, how was the date 10 weeks ago? What, what, who, did, who did you go out with? What, what, what happened? That's, that's kind of confidential. Oh, okay, so you haven't been on a date in 10 weeks. We're, we're actually, I'm actually going to see you on, um... Tomorrow night, right? We're going we're gonna to go, no, yeah, we're going to go to your show. Me and Jessica Penny and Tiffany, we're going to go to your show, so I'll tell you in person. Nice. Oh, okay, cool. Now, first of all, I don't understand, like, you're a beautiful girl. Guys would be lucky to go out with you. You're, you're, you're a great fighter. You're a nice person. You wrestled in college. You, you got all these things going for you. Why are you posting on Twitter you need a date? I mean, that, that makes, that makes no sense. I, I mean, I, where do I go? I go to gym. I go to gym, train with these guys that are like my brothers, and I go home. You know, there is not a lot of room to meet people. You uh, know. But so. Yeah, yeah, but now, you, but now you're gonna attract all kinds of weirdos that are like, hey, but which, by the way, I'm I'm one of those weirdos. But but you're gonna attract all these people <laughs> that are gonna be like trying to take you out. I mean, don't you think you should be a little more discreet about that? I mean, you're you're the, the champion. Hey, 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 I keep it real. You keep it real? Okay, all right, fine. All right, sounds good to me. All right, so a guy wants to go out with you. Do they, do they email you, or do they, do they retweet you, or do they favorite this? I mean, how does a guy get to date Carla Esparza? Um, I don't know. Uh, Manolo, Liz Carmichael's coach, recommended a contest. So maybe we'll do that. Okay, a, <laughs> so now there's a contest. All right, so we have, there's going to be a contest to date Carla Esparza. I like it. I like it. All right. <laughs> So, uh, by the way, I was supposed to go out with, with uh, your friend, Ashley. Uh, I told her if she beats Fallon Fox, uh, by the oh, actually, we had, we had, we, 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 me and Ashley had a bet that if I could take her down, she would give me a, a handy. And uh, that hasn't happened yet, but that's our bet, just so you know. Have you tried to take her down? No, I don't want to drive to an hour. <laughs> it's, a, it's a long way to not get a takedown. But I think I could take her down, by the way. Just so you know, I, I think I have. But then she said that, that it's not, that's not really going to happen. And my, my money's on Ashley. Wow, thanks. I appreciate it, Carla. Thanks for the, <laughs> thank, thanks for the vote of confidence. So, okay, so you're going to be in this house. Now, you beat Rowdy Beck Hyatt. And Invicta, it was a good fight. You, uh, you uh, grinded out a victory. Do you guys have beef, or are you guys cool, or what? Oh, I love, I love Beck. We, we message each other a lot, and she's super sweet. Like, I respect her. I think she's a cool chick, you know. I, I love Ra Rowdy Beck. She's cool. cool is, there any, is there anybody that you don't like that you're going to live in the house with? Um, well, I obviously called out Tisha on stage. Not, I, it's, I don't dislike her or anything, but, I mean... She just beat my best friend, so I got a little bit of, you know, fuel right there. And um, Claudia, we have, we kind of talked a little bit of crap to each other a couple of days ago. So I mean, that that's two right there. What did so, you what what did, what did you and Claudia say? 
Oh, gosh. You know, she she thought somebody else said that, like, oh, she should fight at 125 and fight Barb Honchak. And I was like, oh, that would be a good fight. And she thought I was saying it, I think. And then she was like, oh, what? You're, you're, you're running scared? Don't run from me. Don't run away. And I was like, dude, you know, I was like, you're the one who, you've done enough running for both of us. You run twice, you know? I'm not, I'm the one who showed up to fight, you know? And right. that pissed me off. So we're just going back. And then Felice jumped in and started talking crap. And then, I mean, it got kind of ridiculous. Like, we were talking about who has better butt. And, like, I don't know. And she called me a witch. She's like, you're a witch. And I was like, you're a magician because you disappear before you even get in there. Like, it just got kind of, like, silly, you know. But Wait. we squashed it. But, yeah, I would say there's definitely some animosity going in the house. Wait, there was a, a contest. You guys were arguing whoever's a better butt, you, Felice, or Claudia, that was going on on Twitter? Well, well, basically she said, oh, Felice, shut up. She's like, you shut up. All you do is show your butt and, and walk around drunk. And then I was like, well, at least she has a butt, you know? And then and then she was like, um, she's like, I have a, you know, she's like, oh, I have a, and then I sent her a picture of her butt next to Felice's, which didn't even compare. And <laughs> and then she sends me a picture of her butt, and she's like, see, I have a butt. And I'm like, yeah, dude, when, you, when you're like 150 pounds, you do, you have a little. And she's like, blah, blah, blah. She's like, if I knew you were like this, I would slap you in your face when I saw you. And like, it just got like heated, you know? <laughs> wow. This is, uh, I can't wait for the season. This is going to be fun. This is going to be a fun season. Now, uh, now, Carla, you were, now your name, your last name isn't really Esparza though, right? It's like O'Connell? Yeah, O'Connell is my knee. <laughs> yeah, it's my maiden name. You're, wait, your, your name is O'Connell. That's your real name, correct? Yes. Yes. So you're, you're Irish. Uh-huh. Half Irish, half Ecuadorian from my mom. Wow. I got it. And that makes more sense. That explains the feistiness and, the, and every, everything else. So, all right. Well, Carla, I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Um, you are a great fighter, a great human being. Uh, you're adorable. Uh, I think you're going to win the whole thing. Uh, I probably gonna. Aww. I'm, I'm going to say that to every girl that comes on the show. But I. No. I was going to say you better not be saying that to any other. No, girl no, I him. no, I really do think you're going to win. I think you have the wrestling pedigree. You work your ass off. You train with Uncle Creepy, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, you got you got good training, and uh, and you're and you're a little nuts. So I think that. Uh, <laughs> good combination. <laughs> it's a great combination. Well, thanks for calling in, and I will see you tomorrow night. All right. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye, Carla. All right, that was Carla Esparza. Um, I, I don't know who has a uh, better butt uh, between those three. Um, uh, they're all good fighters, though. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun season. And uh, those girls, you know, look, I think this, I don't understand why the roster for the UFC has to be so small. I think they should expand the roster. I think, you know, I don't know. I mean, I know maybe it's a pay thing and this and that, but like if they're going to make, who cares? Why should certain guys. That's the problem, I think, sometimes with, uh, with cutting guys after, you know, one or two losses is that you got guys that are fighting to not lose as opposed to to win. And I know sometimes when it comes to my own personal life with comedy, if I'm trying to do a comedy show to not bomb, it's never going to be the best show ever because I'm trying to not fail as opposed to I'm trying to kill. And, uh, you know, I think you should expand the roster. Um, I'm looking forward to watching this season. I, th I think it's going to be a good season. So let's call Julie Kedzie.
Julie Kezzy, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Good. You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. Goody. 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 That's always good. Goody. So how was your flight back from <laughs> Australia? It was horrible. The flight there was wonderful. The flight back was awful. Uh, we got, there was an ice storm in Dallas, so we were 14 hours on the plane, then an ice storm in Dallas rerouted us to L.A., and then we didn't get to leave L.A. till Monday night, so it was awful. Well, you were in L.A., which is where I live. You promised me a date, and you didn't call, <laughs> and you didn't call me? That, that's... I'm, I'm so sorry about that. I was just a little bit drunk. Oh, wow. Tired. So, <laughs> so you were drunk on the flight, coming back? No, I wasn't drunk on the flight coming back because I was really hoping, like, my car was at the airport in Albuquerque, so I was really hoping I could um, come home easily. But, no, as soon as I got my room in the hotel, I was like, forget this, I'm going to the bar. I mean, you know those, those I mean, it, it was very nice of the airline to put us up, but you know those airline rooms and hotels where it's basically just a bed in yes. the room and nothing else? That yeah, would have been perfect. Horrible. If you would have called me, I would have been there in five minutes. Just so you know, just, <laughs> just so you know you're, you're making this much worse. <laughs> you could have ministered to all my bruises. That would have been nice. Oh, I would have done that in a heartbeat. By the, by the way, <laughs> I, I thought you won that fight. I thought I won that fight too, but yeah, that's, that's why you have to finish people, and I didn't finish her. So. It, was, it was a very close fight. First of all, the thing, it was blacked out. The first two rounds were blacked yeah. out. That was that was annoying. Those are the those are the rounds I knocked her out and tapped her in, and nobody saw it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's 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 complete nonsense. And but but that, I like I thought you no I thought you won the first fight. Now Greg Jackson kept yelling stuff to you in between rounds, saying you're in shape, or he, he was. Yeah. The, the, why was he yelling at you that you were in shape? Um. <laughs> <laughs> It's just kind of, it's this, this kind of code thing. Like Greg, he's really like a father to a lot of us in the gym. And he's one of my best friends and one of my mentors. And, and he just saying, I mean, I mean, I can give it the code away now, but you know, saying you're in shape means go forward and press the action. Stop holding back. Don't pace yourself. Uh. Like that's basically what he was trying to tell me. But he, he has a very, he always has a different language with each fighter. <laughs> and with me as saying you're in shape, he's basically like, you need to press the action. You need to push forward. Because my wrestling was, I, I can't even tell you, it was so on point for this fight. And I didn't even try a single takedown. And I don't know if that, I think that has to do with me getting a little bit older and me just not being the fighter I used to be. But, um, you know, I could have, he, he was confident that I was going to beat her in all areas. And, you know, saying you're in shape, he was basically, he's encouraging me. I know everybody thinks he's talking to the judges, but he wants us to finish the fights. He doesn't want the judges to... Like, he doesn't have any discussion with the judges. He's talking to the fighter because he wants us to finish everybody, even though nobody thinks he does. I, I, thought, I thought he was saying, like a bad spitting instructor. Like, you're in shape. Like, he was, I was like, yeah. what? Yeah, you're in shape was code to me to, to push the action, to go forward, to push, 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 you know, go forward. Sometimes he'd even say that. But you're in shape is, is a very, very key phrase to me in particular, meaning that I have to let everything go and I have to just explode and push farther for combination. And then he was saying and something was else, yelling, right? What else was just he yelling? kidding. He was yelling, just kidding. Yeah, what was that? And that was because he, he wanted me to, I hope he doesn't use this language than any other fighters. I'm just blowing it for all of them. But <laughs> that was a, it was a code um, for me to, um, to attack off of a fake. So I was trying to bring up, because um, in, in the footage we've seen of her, she, she, she checks jabs, or she, she picks jabs with her lead hand. 
so we were trying to hit over the top of that. So I was supposed to fake a jab and then come through the top. And I didn't really execute any of that the way I was supposed to. So you're I, mean, I thought shape, I fought well, but I just kind of threw it all out the window. But basically, he was he was speaking in code to me. That was And I so thought people funny. were really razzing him for it, but it, 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 he was speaking to me. Like, I totally understood him. By the way, I'm sorry about my ambient uh, DMs to you, by the way. Uh, <laughs> That was funny. <laughs> if anybody doesn't know, I was I was on I was on Ambien. I, was, I sleep sometimes. I need Ambien, and then and then I I don't sleep, and then I text people or tweet people, and then I I don't realize what I'm doing, and the next day I'm just like Jesus Christ. So I was DMing you like, Hey, good luck in your fight, and then I look over, he goes, Thank you, and then I'm like, Hey, I'm booking a military tour, and then I just kept going and trying to get you on it. I'm, I'm I'm helping a military tour where I'm booking fighters overseas for the troops, and then I you know I have like. Like already we have like Gina Carano going, and then we have some big fighters going. Uh, I think Cat Cat uh, might go, Cat Gutierrez, and mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I think Cub Swanson wanted to go, Michael Chiesa, and all these guys. But I, I looked over, and I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, I, I he must have DM'd you like a paragraph and a half about like my life story. It was it was a novel. I was like, and I kept saying, yeah, I'll totally do it. Yeah, I'll totally do it. And it was like you didn't hear me. <laughs> and then you get then next thing I know, I look at your responses. You're like, cool, go to bed. You kept, you kept telling me to go to bed, <laughs> which I was like, "Oh man, I'm, like, I'm, so, I'm sorry no, about that. Cool. I'm sorry about that. I, I don't, I don't mean no, to." No, we've all had our moments of being under a substance and wanting to write. It's all good. Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I, I, I feel close to you. I don't know what it is. You, you just seem like a very nurturing, hot. By the way, your, your, your butt. I had no idea. You must have been hiding this butt because you were on, and I even wrote during the fight that that you have the nicest butt in MMA other than Uriah's chin, which got a huge, <laughs> which got a huge you know, response. Um, I, I I've always fought in um in board shorts, or for, I primarily primarily fought in board shorts because there's more room for sponsors. But I, I had good sponsors for this fight, but they didn't have very many, so. We're just like, yeah, let's throw it on a pair. And then and Jaco uh, kindly offered to sponsor me, so I was like, well, I'm wearing Jaco shorts anyway, so. You know, might as well. I mean, so you were hiding this butt to your final fight? This is like your last hurrah? You wanted to show everyone how nice... (laughs) (laughs) Well, honestly, I used to fight in in booty shorts early in my career, in booty shorts and a sports bra. And then two things happened. One uh, one time, I looked at some pictures from one of my fights, and my entire butt was hanging out, like an entire cheek was hanging out of my shorts. And what fight was this? And then another time... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was back in the day, in, in the husband shoe days. And then another time, um, uh, my friend was fighting in a sports bra, and I used to find sports bra, and her boob popped out. And it was so embarrassing. She was mortified. The ref had to actually have put it back in. Like, she was just mortified because she was in boxing gloves, not even MMA gloves. And so ever since then, I was just like, there's no way. Like, I have fought m- my UFC fights. I was actually wearing a singlet for both of those under my clothes. Because I just, there's no way I want to be a part of that. Like, I want people to watch my fighting. Yeah, no, I, I mean, understand. I, I, I enjoy compliments, but I want them to watch my fighting, not, you know. No, and it's you know what it is. It's a fine line sometimes. Like, even with MMA Roasted or people I have, because I do get emails going, you're sexist towards the women. But, or, or, like, I had Misha Tate on last week who's like, I want you to treat me like I do the guys. And, I, you know, I'm like, listen, I uh, the guys come on the show and talk about threesomes and this. And last week, Phil, yeah. Phil Baroni talked about his four floors of whores in Singapore that he's going to and how he used to be a male stripper and put on a cock ring. I, I mean, so we, we've had all these people that come on and talk about that. So I, I really am treating the women <laughs> exactly yeah, like yeah. I'm treating the you men. You know, when it comes to, to stuff like that, like my sex life to me is, I, I love it. It's great, but it's, it's very private to me. So I don't really talk about it. And the whole pushing female fighters in a sexy way, I've just never, I've never had that image and I've never wanted to embrace it for myself. But I don't, people think 
when I say those kinds of things that I'm judging other girls for doing that or guys for doing that. I'm not. I just don't care to myself. Like, I don't mind getting compliments, but I really hope people are watching my fight. No, there's a and, guy, and like, there's I, a guy named you know, Eric there's, Holden. There's there's girls a, yeah, there's a guy. Eric. are gorgeous when they fight. But like, Rhonda looks beautiful when she fights. Gina looks beautiful when she fights. I don't look beautiful when I fight. I make faces and my face gets red, and there's usually a crooked nose and blood everywhere. And so, like, for me, it's like, I put all that on hold. You know, now I'm retired, I'll probably try to keep my image up a little bit more, look a little bit more attractive. But, you know, I, I wear sweatpants every day, and, and I get ringworm. And, and, oh, my God, that was the thing about this weigh-in. Um, I went to the UFC in Houston, and I helped Sarah Kaufman there um, get ready for her fight. And um, I was rolling with her on the mat, and my shirt came up. And I didn't realize it, but I got the most enormous ringworm on my stomach. And that was UC Houston. So that was like eight, nine weeks ago. That is so like that. hot, by the way. And it stayed, <laughs> no, it stayed this entire camp. Like, it finally went away the week I left for the fight. Did it itch? Finally. I finally got some prescription medication for it. But, like, I put everything, I was bleaching, I was everything. So I had this giant circle scar on me, on my stomach, like, you know, of, of where it was, when, at, at the weigh-ins. And I, I thought everybody was just going to stare at it and make fun of me at this weigh-in. But instead, the, the Brazilian chick tried to bite my nose or whatever. So that I was actually kind of grateful all that happened. Wow. <laughs> that's like, crazy. No one saw my ringworm. <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, you know, well, I guess if a girl gave me ringworm, I'd be happier than like herpes or something. You know, that's probably. <laughs> yeah, well, it depends on where you get it, I think. It's pretty itchy. Oh, God. That, that's, that's very true. That is, that is very. Thanks for turning me off. I was really actually really yeah, you know. turned on before this, but now that's. But I mean, yeah, there are. There, there, there is. There's a whole thing now with this guy, Eric Holden. I don't know if you know him. About oh, him. yeah. And, I don't really. And, yeah, then, and then people are upset. Yeah. But, I, I, you know, I do think there's a line, though. I mean, like, because I, you know, personally, I, I try to ask girls about their fighting ability. And then if something comes up, oh, you got a date first. But, but I try to look at people as fighters first, you know. And I think that's, mm -hmm. th that's the difference is that. You know, you don't want to just all of a sudden put a girl, oh, she'd look great, na you know, naked or some nonsense. You want to talk about their fighting first. But if, then if something comes out of that, that's great. You know, that makes the person yeah. more relatable. Yeah, I just I feel yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Um, I feel like there is it's, it's a real discredit to MMA journalism when when those kinds of articles go around because there is humor like you're an actual professional comedian. There is humor, and, and sex is always going to be part of humor, and it's really, really funny. Like, sex is funny. But there, when, I know so many amazing journalists, and when, when there's these articles that are just about making money and getting clicks, I just, I really, I, I, I don't like it. Right. Uh, I don't buy into it. I, I think it's gross. And I also think that a shit ton of it, sorry for my language, is plagiarized. Sorry for my language. Yeah. <laughs> no, your language is <laughs> but, fine. But, you know, and I, I'm just like, you know, you can't pick and choose from somebody's article and then put an, a new headline on it and then say it's serious. Like, yeah, that's, that's, that, that's not, that yeah. So many writers have done a really good job of writing and then people just grab stuff and they're like, yeah, <sighs> click on this and make me money. And it's like, why? Why would you do that to these other writers? Like, that's, the same thing happened in comedy with, jo with like joke thieves. People rewrite jokes and it's the same thing happens. Yeah. Now, um, yeah. Now, now, I remember though, uh, back, back, back to you, because I don't want to talk about uh, 
I, I did say, hey, you owe me a date because I, I want to take you on a date. And you said, I'm not going on a date until I win in the UFC, right? Now, technically... I know, I've never won in the UFC. Oh my God, you poor thing. No, but my, now also, have you not been on a date in, in, in the last four... Have you, are you not dating anybody? Are you dating somebody? Or are you... Um, you know, I've, I've dated off and on the past few years, but I'm not really somebody who's good at sustaining a relationship. So I'm just kind of not, I don't know. I'm just not so good at it. Do you get bored? Um, you get bored with the guy? Yeah, I'm not even just bored. I just get caught up in my own stuff. Like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of a little troll <laughs> and I just kind of live my own life. What do you mean you're a little and troll? I'm a, I mean, I just, I just kind of like being alone in my cave with my <laughs> animals and I, I don't know how to explain it, but it's just, it's kind of, I'm just a real, I'm a very, um, I'm an what are you, Gollum? I don't, I don't understand. My, I'm sorry. Are, 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 yeah, are you I'm, Gollum? I don't. I don't. I don't really. I'm a fat. I'm a fat blonde Gollum. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, no. I just. I, I don't know how to explain. It. It's just. I'm, I'm a very solitary person because I'm around people in the gym all day long. So I interact with people 24 seven. So it's kind of like when I get home, I sort of turn off the whole social side of myself, and it's it's going to be a hard thing to reboot nowadays. Like well, you know, hopefully I'll get back to it. But I I don't know. Like I I kind of like. I, I kind of like being alone and I like living alone and it's walking like, my dog by myself and talking to myself and, you know. I think I met my soulmate right now. I'm, I'm the exact same <laughs> way. I'm the same way. I have two cats and a dog and I, I do comedy and then I go home and I'm just like, ugh, I don't want to deal with people. I, I just want to watch my, yeah, you know what it's like. my TV shows. Yeah, you want to be on all the time for all these people and then when you're you're not on. It's like at the same time, I get horny sometimes, and I have to go out and meet somebody. And I know, I, I know that you're a you're a female fighter, and I know that your testosterone or your your like estrogen is probably is, is probably. To, I mean, you have you have needs, right? I mean, well, I keep them to myself. Though remember, I talk, like, like I keep my sex life very private. This is complete like bullshit. There's a guy. Like, there's got to be a booty call, hmm? Kedzie guy. It's probably a guy. Is it Dodson? Uh, is it? <laughs> no, I, no, I, I really know. It's, it's, it's just a private thing to me. Like, like for me, I, I totally like, I embrace the whole idea of female sexuality and women being proud of it and they're going out and doing it. But at the same time, we're allowed choices in our lives. And my choice is kind of to keep my privacy private. Well, you're like, a beautiful girl with these person. great green eyes and this nice butt. I and, eyes, but you already got that wrong. I, I, yeah, well, I mean, they're, they're green. In my eyes, they're green. Okay, so, so, so you have these beautiful <laughs> eyes. You're talking about yourself now. Oh, yeah, it's a good point. All right, so, um, now, are, all right, back to fighting. Are you, now, are you really done? Is it over? Um, it feels over to me. Um, you know, it's like one of those things if, if Dana said, oh, hey, hey, uh, Rhonda or Misha got hurt, and can you fill in for them for half a million dollars? And I, I would have a hard time turning it down. And and to be honest, this whole week, like, I've, I've done nothing exercise-wise this week. I always do that after a fight. I, I chill out for a week and let my body just kind of reset. And I'm going nuts already. Um, but I don't think that it's nuts for a desire to compete. I think I just need to be in shape, and I need to be active. So I'm definitely going to find a, an outlet for that. I'm always going to be doing martial arts, you know. But at this point, I don't know. I'd like to take a little bit of a step back from me and making myself the subject of every martial arts experience I have. And instead learning more about the sport, more about um, mixed martial arts techniques. I mean, I couldn't tell you a single judo throw. I don't know the names of any of them. That's something I should learn, especially if I'm doing commentary. Um, I, I can't, you know, I learned what a switch is in wrestling this past year. I mean, that's, that's how behind the times I am because everything's always been about me and improving myself. 
and what I need for each fight. Yeah, but you're really good. Yeah, but you have help. a great voice and you're very good. No, I've never had one because I, you know, on the MMA Roasted, all I get are people bashing. And I, I like John yeah. Anik and I like Florian. I even, I like, mm-hmm. I like Stan and I like all these guys. But no one has ever said Julie Kedzie's a bad announcer. Like you obviously know your no. stuff. I've heard I give really lousy in-cage interviews, so that's something I need to practice on. But this, I get I get a little bit hyper, and you feel all this energy from these people, and somebody won and somebody lost, and it's like, what do you do with it? So it's definitely in-cage energy, interviews I have to work on. And I say the word um a lot. Like, I'm really a little bit of a perfectionist. I like to deliver everything right. So I'll listen to my interview and be like, oh, that sucked. That sucked right there. That sucked. But, you know, for the most part, uh, I actually haven't, really heard an MMA commentator that I dislike. Like, I actually really like Florian and Anik. I, I know people give them criticism, but I think they're great. Oh, no, they I are great. The and commentary they, event in my fight. Are, oh, like, absolutely. Um, and I, if I, I, honestly, if I ever did commentary, I, I would be kicked out of the out of the whole country (laughs) i mean it's it's one of the hardest jobs out there it's not an easy you have to you have to know i mean it helps if you're a fighter like like yourself have you thought about going to hollywood becoming an actress or doing the whole Um, i actually i actually have a sad card um i've done a lot of stunt work so that's something I, i i don't think i could act but i would definitely want to do more stunt work i really like stunts i'm good at falling down uh, I don't exactly have the Hollywood body type. I'm pretty thick. Oh, what is so this? But that, this is like, this you know, is I don't, I don't bullshit. fit into their standard sizes. But and I have big shoulders and stuff. So I've had, you know, stunt oh, coordinators tell God. me, look, you're going to get more work if you're more streamlined. And as a fighter, I was like, well, I'm not going to lose my muscle. Like, there's no way I need it. But now, you know, coming into it, I'm like, there's there's a possibility of, you know, to get more work, I might have to allow my body to get softer and a little more feminine. Uh, we'll see, because I really like having muscle. So are you going to, are you going to leave Albuquerque? Are you going to move to Hollywood? No, no. Um, there's a lot of stunt work in Albuquerque and this is, I still want to earn my black belt under Greg. So there's still, there's still some goals I need to meet here before I move on. Now is Greg a black belt himself? Um, no, nobody ever gave him a black belt, but he has black belts underneath him. I mean, people in, in Jackson's mixed martial arts system or the old guy to jitsu days that he's promoted. No, nobody, he said, you're higher ranked than I am. Cause you know, I have a black belt, uh, in Taekwondo and stuff. I was like, yeah, but I, w- I want a black belt under him because to me, that feels like having a really, really good, you know, well-rounded knowledge of mixed martial arts. I, I met Greg Jackson when I was uh, writing for the MMA awards and I gave him my business mm-hmm. card. And he goes, you gave me this last. And he goes, you gave me this last year. <laughs> I was like, that was my, that was my whole interaction with him. But he, he seems like he seems like a real nice guy. Just a super. Yeah, he's awesome. Now, now, did you watch the John Jones Frank Mir bar fight that took place last week? Yes. Now was that I saw legit that on the internet? It seemed like Mir no, won that. That fight. was not legit. They were totally messing around. Those two were going at it. Nobody. I, no, there's no way. They're so big and strong and and. No, you could tell they were totally relaxed and having fun. Oh, okay. Now, who wins that fight between John Jones and Frank Mir? Oh, I have no idea. I mean, I would, I would assume each one would win in their own respective weight class. We're talking about two different weight classes there. So I, wouldn't, I would never choose a teammate over another teammate. Like, right, that would right. be weird. Now, who do you think wins the, uh, the Ronda-Tate fight? Ooh, I really do have a lot of respect for Tate. I, I really like her life changes that she's gone. All right, I don't need the I, okay. Change. This is this is like this is like Julie Kedzie running for mayor. Uh, they, come on, let's just give an honest answer. I, I think I, I I do think Ronda will probably take it again, but I'm not counting Misha out. I just, it just seems like Ronda's going to take it again. 
to me. Yeah, I mean, she, and I shouldn't say that because I know, like, Ricky Lundell is one of Misha's coaches, and I just love that guy, and I think he's amazing. And so I, I'm not trying to discredit anything. It's just my first impulse is that she's just got such a higher level of physicality than most of the girls that I just think Ronda's going to be stomping on people for a long time. Right, right, right. Now, we had, uh, it seems that way, except uh, how, now how good is, what's your name, though? Um, uh, the, the boxer in your camp who... Holly? Yeah, how good, is Ho- how good is Holly? She's amazing, but she's still developing. Holly, I, I think Holly would beat any of the girls at 135 on her feet in a heartbeat, and she's learning the ground, and she's getting there, and her wrestling is really, really getting good. But I, I don't think she should be thrown to the wolves yet. I think she should be developed, and she should get that confidence level. Um, from what I understand, I know nothing about her management or what's going on with her in the UFC. I, I, I'm assuming she's not signed to the UFC yet. But I haven't even touched base with her because we both fought on the same day. Well, she said she so, wants a six. Fi- she, said, she said she wants a six-figure contract with the UFC. Yeah, I, I don't know any of the. I mean, but I, you I spar with her all before? Girls should get six-figure contracts <laughs> with the UFC. Yeah, like, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think I should get a six-figure. I wish I'd have gotten six-figure shit. <laughs> but now, but you spar with her before? You and Holly? Yes. Yeah, we we both trained with each other for our, our respective fights. And but you think in like a year Holly beats beats Ronda? I don't know. Um, I think there's a high possibility of it. I haven't really seen like it, Ronda's got really good striking instructors, so I know that she's going to be developed and she's going to be ready for it physically. Holly matches her with physicality. Like Holly is extremely, she's a specimen. Like she's amazing. Um, but you, I, I don't know. Like I, I would always pull for my teammate. I always say, yeah, yeah, Holly's going to beat her. But you know, it's, it's one of those things. Like we, I, I have to see Holly get more, more groundwork and more ground fights. See how that goes. I want to see what Rhonda's like. Like hopefully Misha takes her into deep water and we see some real striking and we see how much that's developed. I'd like to see it. I'd love to see Ronda and Holly fight. And I do think that, that Holly could take that fight. Like, she could win that fight. But, um, you know, being the commentator, you know, stepping back a little bit like that, like, at this point, if it went to the ground, I'm pretty sure Ronda would win. But if they stayed on their feet, Holly would beat the shit out of her. Oh, sorry, I said shit again. No, it's okay. You could say shit all you want. <laughs> now, now, being the, okay. now, being uh, the Invicta commentator, you probably know more about it than these girls than anybody. Uh, we just had um, Carla Esparza on the show, and she was talking about uh, her 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 beef with some of the girls on the show. Uh, who do you think mm-hmm. wins this tournament? Oh, the one fifteen tournament. Yeah. Oh well, I'm going to say an Invicta girl. <laughs> it's, it's all Invicta girls. <laughs> no, no, there's five spots open. I'm going to say it's an Invicta girl is going to win it. You know, um, all of these fights could be phenomenal, and what's a little bit unfair, but maybe they're going to change the format of the Ultimate Fighter. Because it's a little bit unfair about that. Is you, you know they'll have to make weight three times in six weeks or whatever. So I, I don't know that some of these people are actually going to be at their full fighting capacity. So I, I, I that's it's a hard one to call because I don't know how much weight all of the girls cut. Right. You know, um, Carla, I know she she doesn't cut as much as some of the other people. And, um, but gosh, who knows? I mean, you could have a one Oh five or decide, well, I don't want to cut that much. I'm going to try out for it and win the whole thing. And wouldn't that be crazy? It's going to so, be, it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm excited to watch Rowdy Beck Hyatt and Felice and yeah, me too. Carla and, Beck Hyatt. And, and, and Felice and Carla. All of, I'll tell you what, this is going to be the most entertaining season of the ultimate fighter we've seen. I, agree. I really believe that. I don't know. I mean, the guy, some of the guys have been pretty entertaining, but this is, but this is going to be fun. It's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. Especially because the personality types are just insane. Yeah, well, I always think They're the smaller insane. the girl, the crazier she is. You know. 
<laughs> yeah. That's just my experience with, with, with women. Uh, so, so we got to wrap it up. Uh, you have always been fun. We have to go on our date. I promise I'll be a gentleman. I won't try to put any fingers in any places that I'm not allowed to, at least until the third or fourth date. Uh, and, that's um, good because I haven't cleaned out my ears in a long time. So oh, wow. I don't know what that's, I, that's good. I may have to see your ringworm a couple times just to... Just, <laughs> But yeah. I, thanks I, for having me on here. Let me know about the military thing, okay? Seriously, like I know um, this next one's booked, but you know the one after that, I'd love to be a part of that. If, I, if they're taking X fighters now. Oh uh, no, no, you're you're not an X fighter. You'll always be a fighter, okay? <laughs> no. And you'll always be one of my favorite fighters. And you and uh, no, and, and I thought you won the last fight. So have a. I thought I did. Have a great weekend. Thank you, you too. I hope you have a merry Christmas or whatever holiday you celebrate. <laughs> I appreciate it, Julie. Take care. Thank you. Bye. All right, that was Julie Kedzie. She's uh, she's a what, what a great girl. Uh, oh man, if she needs an extra troll to be with her, I will be that troll. That's that's my kind of girl. A girl that's like got some kind of deep dark secrets, uh, like a little bit of misery. Hot, can fight, smart. That's just my kind of girl. Uh, and uh, you know, works out, motivated. And I thought, she, I thought she did win her last fight. It was close. It was a close fight. You know, I, I could see it going either way. But uh, I thought she wanted, wanted her to win, obviously. Uh, you know, it's funny that, like, the, these girls, that they say they can't get a date. They just can't get the date that they want to get. It's not like they can't get a date. I mean, Carla just isn't, is, you know, Car, Carla and Julie, yeah, you know, I don't want guys. No, it's like they're not, they're not Brad Pitt is who they want to date. But the other guys that are there are like, eh, well, I don't know. You know, so, um, but... You know, call me. I, I would definitely go out. You know, the good thing about getting a fighter for me is that I, I, I definitely wouldn't, I, I would be scared to dick her over because <laughs> that girl would, would mess me up. That's the only problem. They're a little crazy. You could tell that like in the arguments, I'd have to, you'd be dodging some plates and, and some fits, fists and arm bars. But, uh, you know, that'd be fun. It'd be fun while it lasted. I think it'd be very dynamic. So we're going to call Jesse Jane right now, um, my final guest on the show. The beautiful Jessie Jane. Uh, she's uh, an adult film star. I'm not passing judgments. Um, adult film stars have got me through many of my nights. And um, we're going to talk to her. Hello, is this Jessie Jane? This is me. You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. Hi. How are you? How's the, how's the most beautiful adult film star single mom out there? Really good. I'm actually in the makeup chair, getting ready for work. Oh, you're getting ready for work. Nice. Now, uh, yeah. Now, now, what kind of work are you doing? Physics or what, what type of what type of work are you doing? I'm actually dancing. Oh, nice. So, so you so you oh yeah, you're featured dancing, right? In in, in uh, Oklahoma. In right? Oklahoma, yeah, my hometown. Nice. They, I'm sure they're very proud. You're probably the most. So now, are you? Do you have like a whole show? Tonight I'm, I'm playing um, a firefighter. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's amazing because normally at work you play the hose. So, so but but that no, that's but that's that's great. Good good for you. I'm telling you, if you were a firefighter, I would set my place on fire to have you come. Would you? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oh yeah, Adam. Uh, yes. How was your trip to England? It was definitely a lot of fun. Me and my girlfriend got in lots and lots of trouble, <laughs> but good trouble. <laughs> what kind of trouble? I can't say it on the radio. Really? 
Nope. That is amazing. If you can't, I mean, first of all, it's not really the radio; it's a podcast. But so you could, but that the fact that you can't say it. Oh uh, yeah, I can say anything I want. But yeah, you know, I'm just gonna prevent myself from saying anything <laughs> stupid on the podcast. I now I now I now I, dude, my mind is flooded right now with thoughts. Yeah, you know what? You know me, Adam. So just use your imagination. Well, I usually do when I think of you. Um, <laughs> So, uh, congrats on everything. When you come uh, now, we're going to talk about UFC 168, Weidman versus Silva. Are you uh, prepared to give us your your thoughts? Am I prepared to give you my thoughts on the fight? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, because obviously you know Silva's going to win that fight. Wow. So why is Silva going to win? Because he's great. <laughs> and he like messed. Up. Honestly, he messed up last time, but. Now he's coming back to win it because this is his fight. He can't mess up twice in a row. Right, right, right. That's a that's a, a lot of people think that way. I think he's a favorite actually, uh, which is crazy because Wyman won the first time. I think Wyman's going to win. We we disagree there, but uh, I would love to um to to bet with you some things on that. Uh, you want to bet? Sure. What do you want to bet? Uh, all right. How about this? If if Wyman wins. I get naked, and if Silva wins, we and both. And if Silva, uh, and and, and you, uh, actually, uh, I'll already be naked. If if, if Weidman wins, we both get naked, and if Silva wins, uh, uh, you get naked. Uh, I get naked all the time, so that's easy. Uh, that's good. I know, but like with me. Huh? No, but with me. I've like, been naked with you. You've been on my Playboy show, duh. It's true. Yeah, I know, but there was like people there, and the, it was like I was the warm-up comedian. Everybody else was naked, too. You were the only one not naked. Why are you so shy? Ah, uh, man. I, why? I Because I, 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 I don't know. I was working. I was the warm-up comedian. It wasn't like I was, like, you know, a paid performer there. But, but, but if it was just me and you, I definitely would have gotten naked. It, it probably would have been the funniest thing you've ever seen of me. But uh, I, if it was just me and you, I would, I would completely... Yeah, yeah. All right. So, all right. So, you think that uh, you think Silva's gonna win now? Now, the Ronda Rousey Misha Tate, the uh, the rematch. Who do you have winning this fight? Uh, obviously Rousey. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Armbar, baby. Armbar. Now, are you a Ronda Rousey fan? Are you a Ronda Rousey fan? Are you a Tate fan? Or no, actually, I am a huge Ronda Rousey fan. I think one, she's one of the very few girl fighters that are actually hot. You know, she has something about her, but like she's seriously a badass. Like I've I've seen her in person up at the UFC fight, and I was just like so impressed. I mean, she's like a badass, chick, and she just gets everybody every time. Her move, you know, armbar, you're done, you're done. She wins. So would you? Now you would hook up with Rhonda if she wanted to hook up with you? Yeah, she'd probably be the only girl that I'd be scared of. <laughs> Like how she was gonna throw me around in the bedroom, I might be scared of her. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, yeah, but I think I think that would be pretty hot, actually. I think that would uh, I think you would do well. Oh. Yeah, but she she's definitely gonna be, yeah, she, it's gonna be good. Okay, so that's those are the big now now uh, this week. Um, hey, wouldn't you pay to see that on pay per view? Shouldn't that be a pay per view event? Ronda Rousey with Jackie I I would absolutely. I would. I, yes, that would be the one. You know, if, if Dana White was like, by the way, the UFC's going up five more dollars, and then announced that you two would happen. But I, I I would be worried for you. I wouldn't want you to break your arm. I, I would be very. I'd, I'd be scared. You know, you have a. I know. What What would I use for the rest of my movie? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I have no idea. But but I would definitely pay for that though. I think that would be. I think that that would be hot. That'd be really hot. 
Now tomorrow, yeah. tomorrow Uriah Faber is fighting Michael McDonald on Fox. Who do you have winning that fight? Wait, I'm sorry, I can barely hear you. Uh, tomorrow, Uriah Faber versus. Uh, oh yeah, 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 Uriah for sure. Do you know Uriah? Have you have you met him? I, I met him once up at, 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 in Huntington, um, and um, and he was really super cool. I uh, we we were eating at the same place. I actually ran into him a couple of times up in Huntington, and he trains out there too. So. Right, and then it's Demetrius Johnson is taking on Joseph Benavidez. Uh, who do you like in that fight? I like Demetrius. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Because I, I, I mean, I've seen him fight, and he's like a he's, he's pretty good. I like the way he like handles himself. But nice. he has a different he has a different stand. I mean, he he does a different he has a different style of fighting. Right, right, right. Now GSP today announced that he's he's uh he's retiring. I know, but you know what I heard. That it's not because of that. It's like somebody's sick in the family. Hmm. And his, I heard it's because his dad is sick and doesn't have that long, so he quit. And that's why he's quitting. Like that's why he's retiring. That's that's too bad. And I also, but and you know what else is funny? I don't know if you've heard this too. You probably have because I'm sure you know all the gossip. Didn't he get a girl pregnant right now? That's what I heard. I heard that. Uh, I heard he got a girl pregnant, but then he said that that didn't happen and. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess Maury said he's not the father, so. Well, Maury said he's not the father, but you, but you know his dad's sick, right? Yeah, I heard his dad was sick. There's a lot of kind of rumors. But then he also said that he, saw, he hung out with aliens, that he was abducted by aliens. So, uh, you know, <laughs> one, one, like once a guy says he was abducted by aliens, I think it's stop, time to stop fighting. You know, that's sort of. Sort yeah, of, uh, probably. <laughs> probably. Maybe too many hits to the head. Yes. He's such a bad fighter. Now, who's and he was, I partied with him in Vegas. He's awesome. What was that like? Awesome. <laughs> did you hook up with GSP? Awesome. I, did I hook up with him? No. I maybe kissed some of the girls that he was with a couple times. They probably caught that at the camera on camera a few times. Some hot blondes. Um, but I, I would have, yes. <laughs> now, who's, who's taking more shots to the face, you or him? <laughs> Definitely him. Okay. <laughs> All right. I was just I was just asking. So when uh, are you? Adam, you're in so much trouble, and I see you. Uh, I I can't wait. Uh, you're gonna be taking something to the face. <laughs> no, nice. I I I. That's gonna be the greatest. It's gonna be the greatest night of my life, actually. <laughs> you're gonna like it. I absolutely. That that is very true, Jesse. Uh, you have been my. Uh, I've had a crush on you for eight years. I'm not going to lie. Um, You're going to crush on me for eight years? Yes, I, I will. Uh, so if you ever went on a date with me, you would fall in love. You'd want to be my lover. Probably. Yes. I, and I, oh, you're so cute. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to lie. That, 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 that would definitely happen. I'm, a, I'm a, st a stuttering prick right now because I'm actually nervous. All right. So, Jesse. Um, I know. You're, you're kind. I know, oh, I know, you're, you're cute. cute. Thank you, I appreciate that. Well, I wish I was in front of your face right now. Oh, I, I wish you were too. This is, this is probably the best uh, podcast we've had so far. Um, anyway, so <laughs> good luck in your show. I would love to have you back on the podcast. Uh, when you come to L.A., I definitely want to see you. Uh, thank you for your predictions. And, uh, have yeah. 
Always great to well, have you. Well, thanks for having me again, Adam. Anytime. Have a great weekend, Jesse. All right, you too, babe. Bye. 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 Well, that was Jesse Jane. Uh, wow, that was uh, man, women, 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 women. They can reduce you to a stuttering prick. Um, but uh, I like Jesse. What, what a she's got a great spirit. And other things about her are very attractive, also. Uh, and um, that's our, our podcast uh, tomorrow. I can't wait for the fo- the Fox fight tomorrow. This great fights, great fights, and I'm gonna be up all. All nine hours doing my text from last fight, which takes me a long time. And some people love it. Some people are like, hey, this is, the, this is what I look forward to, and I love that you love it. Other people are like, ugh. But you can't please everybody, right? That's what I learned. You just have to try your hardest. Um, so that is it. By the way, so tomorrow uh, on the Fox, there's my, my predictions for the fight. Um, Michael McDonald versus Faber. I like Faber. I like Michael McDonald. He's a great fighter. I think Faber's too big. Too strong, too much experience, and uh, I actually wrote a joke about it. I said that, um, you know, Faber, your, McDonald said he, he hasn't had sex in five years, so I said Faber's face is going to be, to be the first piece of ass he sees in five years. Which then Faber retweeted and wrote, "My chastity chin strap." So, so thank you, Faber, for being a good sport about that. Uh, I think Faber's going to win that fight. It's basically like the Dwayne Ludwig showcase tomorrow uh, because, like, all his fighters are fighting—not all of them, but a lot of his fighters. Um, Benavidez versus uh, Johnson, great fight. Tough fight to call. Both so quick. Really tough to fight. I mean, Johnson looked great in his last fight. I obviously want Benavidez. Ugh, man, I'm picking Benavidez. I'm being a little biased. I, I am, because he came on the show and I like him. So, But it's going to be tough. I mean, I, that fight can go either way. I would not be surprised if Johnson wins. But Benavidez says he, he, he noticed some little changes and uh, he, he, everything he does is little, but I, I think he's going to win. I think Benavidez is going to win. I hope he wins. I like him. I like his girlfriend, too, Megan Olivia. She's, she's, she's sweet as hell, that little girl. Um, and uh, she's funny because when I was talking to her, she's always like, oh, my Joey, my Joey, my Joey, which just sounds like my buddy, which is, you know. So, um, yeah, uh, Nick Letts versus Mendez. That's going to be a good fight, too. Nick Letts is always in a tough fight. Um, I gotta go with Mendez though. I mean, he's he's one. He's one. If he if he wins, he's gonna go for six knockouts in a row. And uh, Ted Mendez is a bad man. By the way, last week of the World Series of Fighting it sucked. That uh, well, I was happy for JT Money. He he won his fight. It's good to see these guys like who were sort of cast off from the UFC. JT Money, who uh, who got thrown off the show, or he, he was could have made the finale, and then he kicked out a chair. But now he's he's doing he's up for a title shot in the World Series of Fighting, which is nice. I was kind of a, a upset because I I wanted um what's his name lost in the main event in the World Series of Fighting the party starter what is his name uh, uh, Palmer Palmer lost in 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 the, in the third round now it was his, his first loss so hopefully hopefully this doesn't start the Ludwig curse because he's been so successful uh, I, I want all those guys to win. Um, but there's also, it's, it's, a, it's a great undercard. Court McGee versus Ryan LaFlair. I think Court McGee's going to win. He's a guy that is a grinder, always finds a way to win. Danny Castillo versus Barboza. Tough fight to call. Uh, Pat Healy versus Bobby Green. Another great fight. I want Healy to win that fight. Um, but Bobby Green looked great in his last, actually, he, his last fight, he didn't look great. He, he hit the guy like twice in the nuts. But before that, he looked great with his, uh, his win over Volkman. 
Um, I think Pat Healy wins that fight. Healy's coming off a tougher loss to that that crazy Russian Khabib Numer, whatever is. I can't pronounce his last name. I'm, I'm going to butcher it. But that guy was uh, Nurmagov, or I don't know how to say it. But that guy, yeah, that was a tough fight for Pat Healy. I think I think Healy takes green. Uh, Abel Trujillo, friend of the show, versus Bowling. I like Trujillo in that fight. Uh, he lost his last fight, but I think he's going to. I think he learned his, he's, he's training over with the Black Zillions, and uh, I think he beats Bowling. I think Bowling's a tough guy, a tough out for anyone. But, uh, and then Cody McKenzie versus Sam Stout. I want Cody McKenzie to win. I just think Sam Stout's going to win. McKenzie loses like 40, 50 pounds. Uh, obviously, people, he's a little one-dimensional, um, but I like Cody, and he's in every fight. So I can't wait. By the way, I went back to Gokor's gym last week. And Judo Jean LaBelle gave me his own personal instruction. That was a highlight of my life. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm enjoying my time there. So that's the podcast. Thank you to all the guests for calling in. Uh, we couldn't get to Cole Miller this week uh, because of time, some kind of time issue. But we'll have him on next week like Cole Miller. Uh, thank you, Daniel Cormier. Thank you, Julie Kedzie. Thank you, uh, Carla Esparza. Thank you, Jesse Jane for calling in. It was uh, hopefully entertaining for you guys. It was entertaining for me. Uh, and uh, hopefully, um, you know, I, I, I have to choose now. Should I date Jesse Jane or, or should I date Julie Kedzie? It's a, I, I would say Kedzie's more of the girlfriend type <laughs> and Jesse's more of the, uh, the fun one night stand type. Um, but you never know. Uh, who, who knows? Maybe, maybe Kedzie wants the one night stand and Jesse wants the relationship. Uh, the reality is I'm not going to date either of them because uh, they just want to tease me, and that's the story of my life. But who knows? Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe they'll, they'll come in. Uh, make sure you guys follow me at MMA Roasted. Uh, come to my shows, adamhunter.com. I'm headlining the, um, the John Lovitz Comedy Club tomorrow night. I'm at the Hollywood Improv Tuesday night, uh, Wednesday night. I'm in San Diego, uh, and then uh, I'm going to do a Carnival Cruise and... Uh, for Christmas and uh, thank you guys thanks for listening to my show I really appreciate it hope you guys have a great week bye